Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Kanye West and Jay-Z seem to be at odds. 
and a bunch of other shit. At any point throughout the show, I want to hear from y'all. Let me know what you think of any of the topics. 646-716-8544 is the number to call. And press 1 if you want to say anything. But first things first, this Kendall and Mary J. Blige situation, which is also our question of the day. Is it okay for a man to ask for spousal support during a divorce? A lot of people look at the men in any relationship. And it's a new day. You know, women are, like, uh, taking charge and taking lead. A lot of women are breadwinners in their family. But people look at men to be that. Like, the men is supposed to be the provider. So when you got a divorce and a man is asking for spousal support, a lot of people are looking at it, like, with the side eye, like, huh. So that's the question of the day. Is it okay for a man to ask for spousal support? During the divorce I personally say It it depends I mean like I said Some women are the breadwinners In the family And If that was the case No different than if the man was the breadwinner And the woman is getting uh, Needing spousal support I feel like it's, it's no difference Like as long as He's not being spiteful about it If he Legitimately Depended on her money To live And now that they're getting a divorce You know that money is gone So yeah in that case Get that man Spousal support like there's no difference Like women um, fought for so long To be treated still fighting To be treated as equal As men so There's just one le- One more thing to put on That uh, plate of equality So hey I say, as long as he's not being spiteful about it, get that man that spousal support. Um, we have a few responses from people via Hampton Blue Network. We got uh, Goddess Ado, I think that's how she says it. She said, he's a grown-ass man. The same way she earned her money, Kendu needs to take his trifle and ask to work for $100,000 a month. He's asking for $1.2 million annually. He better go get to the welfare line. Oh, no, he is not trying, Mary. Like, why is it all these clowns be trying to come for Queen Mary? Cook your own dang on meals. That's what Pinterest and allrecipes.com is for. Learning. This just ticks me off for Mary. Um, Before I read more responses, I'm going to just let y'all know exactly what Ken do is exactly um asking for. Um... Kendall is 49, Mary J. Blige is 45, just to put that out there. But he's asking for $8,000 for a private chef, $3,200 for a personal trainer, $71,000 for his rental properties, $21,677 for him to make charitable donations. That that one is a little shaky, right? Like, how do you, how are you asking me for my money to get to... A charity. If you can't afford to get to a charity, you can't get to a charity. Like, what the fuck? Um, and five thousand dollars so he can pay child support for his two kids from previous relationships. Um, what else? Had twenty five hundred for auto expenses and transportation. Fifty seven hundred for maintenance and repair on his properties. Fifty seven hundred for groceries. I don't know what kind of groceries these are, but where I come from. <laughs> I'm making it work with like three hundred dollars for the month. 
I, I don't know, fifty seven hundred for groceries, twenty one thousand um also that are ready for charitable donations, um, ten thousand for entertainment, gifts and vacations, a hundred thousand attorney fees, thirty thousand accounting fees, and there's, there's a bunch of other shit in there. Uh the biggest thing that a lot of people are looking at him crazy for is the fact that he wants the money for um the kids that aren't married. But again, they were together for X amount of years and they were one big happy family and she was taking care of the kids. So I can't really knock them for that, but Twitter is not really trying to hear it. So many people on Twitter, uh, one person said, uh, Kendall wants MJB to pay his child support for kids that aren't hers. The fuck? Another person um, scrolling down to it said, <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Kendall wants Mary to give him $5,000 for two kids. Kids that aren't even hers. And they used the Britney Spears face emoji. Another person said, Kendall ain't fooling nobody. He just wants that money to keep buying them colored contacts. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, Sharon on Facebook said, I wouldn't give him nothing for child support. They are not her kids and support for his parents. That's his that's his problem. Um via Facebook we got Brittany that says and I heard he's asking her to pay for his Oh, well, same thing these other people are saying. They're all pretty much mirroring the same thing, like these aren't her kids. Why? Um, Goddess um, Adore on Facebook added, um, he can get maybe 5000 per month for five years and no more. Sheesh. It's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of touchy. Um, I'm going to be reading more responses throughout the show. You guys are welcome to chime in at any point. Let me know what you think. 646-716-8544. Or hit us up on Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends at I Am Hollywood on IG at Hampton Blue Network on IG. B-L-U on that blue. Let's move on to um, this lady, this woman. 66-year-old uh, mentally ill. So the cops were called because this woman was acting deranged in her apartment or whatever. So the cops show up. And I can't remember if it said it was her her daughter or someone in her, in her family. When the cops get off the elevator, she felt relieved. Like, all right, yes. Like, help is here. Uh, they go inside. A few minutes later, she hear gunshots. They killed Deborah Dana. She was threatening them, according to them, with a bat and some scissors. Mentally ill. Like, uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of speechless about it because the key word is mentally ill. Like, Shouldn't there be some kind of protocol or something when dealing with mentally ill people? I'm almost certain it's not shoot them, kill them. Two shots to her torso. Her legs are right there. They could have shot her, like, anywhere else. I mean, 
they have tasers. The biggest question is why didn't you guys use your tasers? She didn't have a gun. She would have had to get close enough to you to hit you with this bat with this bat or stab you with these scissors. You have a taser. Why not tase her? That would have disarmed her right there. And it's just another notch on the whole Black Lives Matter situation and what people need to realize why we're saying it because I truly feel, and it's like a broken record at this point, Deborah Dana wasn't black. She would probably still be alive today. I don't know what it is, why we use certain tactics for certain races and others for others, but you got to do better. And then you got the commissioners and all these people defending the cops' actions to save face. It's just like, bruh. And it's not even going to be investigated. One one uh, guy wants to investigate it, but it's out of his jurisdiction, so he can't. And even him speaking out to saying that he saying that he wanted to investigate it, he's getting backlash from his counterparts because they're feeling like you're supposed to be like one for all with us. You're supposed to be over here on our side. You, you're talking reckless, telling the people that um, this shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. It's crazy. It's going to make a lot of people not even want to call the police anymore, but based on anything like I don't even want to call the cops because instead of y'all coming to help, y'all coming to kill. He's six years old. I'm curious to see what happens to to the to the cop that shot her. Likely nothing because she had a bat and scissors. This old lady. It's crazy. Um. Let's move on to Justin Bieber. This is the second time he is going against his fans, so to say. The first time was he told them that he's not taking no more pictures. Anybody. Like, fuck what you heard. I'm not taking nothing. I'm not obligated. It didn't say when you bought my CD that a picture comes with it. No. No more. He kind of received backlash for that. But now, you're at a concert. He's doing a concert. Um, I can't remember exactly where it was uh, in England, and I last I checked at concerts, people scream, people cheer, people they head because they love you. They literally loved you enough to pay three hundred, five hundred, eight hundred, two thousand dollars to sit in those front rows to see you, to lose their voices. For the next day, they can have a story to tell. They was at Justin Bieber concert. Justin don't see it that way. Justin shut them down. Pretty much telling them, can you guys do me a favor? Can you guys just relax for about two seconds? I get it. I get it. I'm like two feet away from you, and I can hear you. I appreciate all the love. It's amazing. But can you show it in a different way? Screaming is just so obnoxious. He said, I get it. It's been in our blood. It's ingrained. You go to a concert and you scream and stuff, but if you could just scream after the song, enjoy the song, 
and then take a chill pill for a second and listen to me speak. I don't feel like I'm being heard sometimes and it gets a little frustrating when I'm speaking. Can you guys not scream at the top of your lungs? I don't know about you guys, but if I was in that audience, if I was this fan, if I was a believer and Biebs said that, I would be kind of turned off about it. I will be kind of like, bruh, I am the reason you are up there on that stage right now. And I'm pretty sure you got some of the best sound systems the music industry can provide. That no matter how much I'm screaming, we can hear you. You can't hear yourself, maybe, but we can hear you. I don't know if I've ever been to a concert where I'm listening to the music. I mean, listening to the artist talk, and no matter how much people screaming, I can't hear them. Like, what, 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 what he said? What was that? I ain't catch that. Nah, we can hear you. I would be kind of offended. As the fan who put you in that position, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if um, if the fame is kind of getting to him a little bit. Like, you know, you he's been doing it since he was like two years old. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but he's been doing it for a while, as from a youngin, and he's 22 now. And I don't know, maybe it's starting to take a toll on him. I don't know. Once again, if you guys have anything you want to chime in about any of the stories that I'm talking about, you guys are welcome to call 646-716-8544. Or if you happen to be on the line already, you can press 1. Let us know what you think. But, yeah. Sheesh. Justin Bieber. Uh, Let's move on, though. I'm going to read some more responses for this um, question of the day. Which is, is it okay for a man to ask for spousal support during a divorce? Inspired by Mary J. Blige and Kindu uh, from Nick with Love XO on IG said it definitely is, but depends on the circumstances. This dude is bugging though. He better get a damn job. <laughs> Sheesh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, one thing I didn't mention earlier when I was talking about it, Kendu, he was fired as her, her manager during this divorce situation. So he was, he's saying he's pretty much left with no, no income. I don't know if maybe if she would have kept him as her manager, you know, despite the personal, you know, being able to separate the business from personal. If she, I wonder if then he wouldn't have needed all of this stuff, but, I mean, aside from being divorced, you're also now unemployed. So it's like, I don't know. Sheesh. Let's move on, though, to Kanye West and Jay-Z. Big brother, little brother, it seems like they are, were or are, I don't know, super tight, super close. Like I said, Kanye refers to Jay-Z as his big brother. Um, but Kanye West went on one of his uh, rants again, his infamous rant at one of his uh, concerts on the St. St. Pablo tour, and he revealed some things that a lot of us would have never thought. And 
starting with um, one of the biggest things is how he said North and Saint. I mean North and uh, Blue Ivy never even played together. That one was kind of like, sheesh, because you would think as uh, being as close as they are that their kids would at least, you know, know each other, play play together. Kanye says, no, that didn't happen. Don't happen. Um, he also says that um, Jay-Z called him after the Kim Kardashian uh, robbery incident, but Kanye feel like if we are brothers, you come by the house, don't call me. I mean, I would accept the call. I would be more offended if I didn't get a call at all. I would I would, I would accept a phone call. Like, you know, Jay-Z's a busy man. Like, he probably ain't got time to uh, come by and, you know, see how's it going. But, um... Jeez, I'm trying to find the exact, um quote from Ye from his rant but there's, there's also a report that came out citing that um, Jay-Z reportedly can't stand Kanye West <laughs> um, this person you know is always a source a close source they told page six that um the two superstars were never as deep as they made it out to be in public. Jay can't stand him, they said. He looks at him as this crazy, eccentric motherfucker. He can't tolerate he can tolerate in small doses. Kanye is a nut job. Everyone knows that. This is what the source the source says. Um, they said even during the Watch the Throne tour, they said that was a sham. They said Jay Z tolerated West because there was so much money to be made. Again, these are reports from page six. They say Jay-Z was like, I'm going to knock this out. We're going to do this tour, bring a million dollars. I can tolerate that. A listener says, not surprised. Entertainment is smoke and mirrors. Jay could have been all about business with Kanye, which it seems. Not the first time he has done this to his so-called brothers, Beanie, Siegel, Dame Dash, etc. Sheesh. I don't know. Kanye um, seems to also be upset because of the whole um, title and Apple beef. Because there were songs that they were supposed to do, including um, Pop Style, Drake's record, um, how Jay-Z... Uh, some of you may have heard it, and Jay-Z had, like, two bars on the song. And even when I heard it, I was listening, like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, and making jokes, like, oh, Drake couldn't afford the rest of the verse, like, stuff like that. But it turns out they was just in the studio, and Kanye was, like, uh, freestyling to the, to the track. And Jay was in there, and Jay threw out a couple of bars, and Kanye was like, yo, why don't you throw it on there? Like, he'll never expect it. So Jay did it. Jay threw those two lines on there. And when Drake got it, Drake was hype about it. Like, oh, word, the throne's on this, yada, yada. 
But then it starts getting technical. In this music business, you got a lot of steps and things you got to go through before things are official. And it can sometimes hinder the create creative process. So they just recording and all that. But then once it got to the desk, it's looking like, huh? Yeah, it's not going to work because of, you know, title and Apple and et cetera, et cetera. So when the pop style version came out on Drake's album, it didn't feature um, Kanye or Jay-Z, actually. So Kanye was upset about that. And Kanye is more like, give the people the music, bro. Like, that was my trying to sound like Kanye West. My biggest, greatest Kanye West impression. Um, he's like, you know, it's all about the music. So he don't like the whole politics about it and all that. But he said it went into some title, Apple, political shit about percentages on songs. I can't take this shit, bro. My kids have never even played together. That was the biggest thing. Like, sheesh. But hey. Hey, hey, hey. Let's get into a song, though. Let's get into um a song off my mixtape. Mevum, M-E-V-E-M, which is out now for free. Free download. Iamhollywood.com. Made possible by Hampton Blue. Uh, What do we... Let's play Real G. This is actually uh, the first single that we used to promote Nevum, and it's available on iTunes right now. The music video is up on YouTube. Just search Hollywood Real OG, H-O-L-L-I-E-W-O-D, if you didn't know. Let's get into Real OG, Hollywood and Friends, and we'll be back. I fucks with the real homie roll up. I fucks with the real OG. I fucks with the real homie roll up. I fucks with the real OG. I fucks with the mercy of Lago. I fucks with the hood and fucks with the real homie. I fucks with the mercy of Lago. I fucks with the real homie roll up. I fucks with the real OG. I fucks with the mercy of Lago. I fucks with the real homie roll up. I fucks with the real OG. I fucks with the real homie roll up. I fucks with the real OG. I fucks with the real Fucks with the real, fucks with the real Don't fuck with fake niggas, so fuck how you feel See how I pass you in automobiles Shout out to Emperor, show you my grill Kicking me pills You niggas ain't eating, I pre-coast my meal In just a few months, my account gon' be meals My name on the bill, I'm giving you chills have you swimming with the fishes like Pisces? There's a whole lot of niggas don't like me So don't mic me, cause I might speak you heard me though, this ain't my first time at the rodeo Switching to my style on the audio Hitting you niggas with the dopey flow Cause I'm dope nigga You new slaves on a rope nigga Call Obama, you need hope nigga I'm in England with my bloke nigga Stop acting like you niggas know me I move around on a low key Quiet nigga but my flow scream You invite me, I bring the whole scene I fucks with the real homie roll up I fucks with the real OG I fucks with the real homie roll up I fucks with the real OG I fucks with the real homie roll up I fucks with the real OG I fucks with the hood, I'm a big king I'm a big Wait the name's H. Let me introduce you to the new face. Putting cool words on the ill base. A nigga stay fly down to the lake. Nigga, what did you say? In the punchlines. You can snort them like Kobe lines. Money long like lunch lines. No cosign. It's just my time. Brooklyn, I'll haul them all day. Shabba. 
Go dealing, I pay like I weigh. And that's just a figure of speech. You rats always running for cheese. Don't watch me like you watch TV. Make it hot like a hundred degrees. You ask me, I'll tell you for free. You want it now, I know you agree. Full of 
these Hollywood, white Hollywood actors, um, she said he couldn't do anything in a sense. And I guess my translation of that is, um, you know, it's like a small industry. You don't want to really get blackballed. And it's very easy, easy I think, to probably get blackballed in, in certain circumstances. So maybe he didn't want to step in and mess up his ties in the in this in this party i don't know it, I, I, that's how i take what she was saying as i don't know if that's the case but um she also claims that there's footage well tmz said that they're going to be getting footage um hotel footage from the hallway it won't show in the room but they was asking azalea will this show russell crowe choking you and spitting on you and she said that it will show him spitting on her like it should show it from the from the cam- camera angle. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this footage, but she seems pretty stern about what happened. Russell's been pretty mute about the whole situation, and RZA was mute until just recently. He took to Facebook to um, give his side of things, and he said, "Peace." Normally, I don't respond to negative social media attacks towards me. Yet, in this case of Azalea Banks, I'm compelled to respond. Firstly, I only wish the best for her and any struggling artist in this complex industry. Azalea was brought to my attention while I was casting my next film, Coco. I heard the rumors of her problems in the industry, but disregarded them with the rationality. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. So my producer and I fought for her to be in the film, and we succeeded. During the filming process, things ran smoothly and she delivered. Thus, my only experience with her had been professional. The only brief social moment was at the rap party. Therefore, I had no real experience of her social behavior. A few weeks ago, Azalea hit me up for some um, help and bong, I gave her a helping hand. She then followed up asking me to help her get a record deal. I called a friend and bang, a record deal was on the table. The only clause my buddy gave was I be the filter because the word is she's volatile. I called her and told her a deal was in the workings. She immediately, prematurely went to social media and claimed she signed a deal with RZA, yet no deal was signed. I didn't respond or comment to her post because I'm not the type to stop the hustle. I actually wanted her to win. I advised her to stay focused, leave social media and tabloids alone, and let your music and art do the talking. She then hit me for a ticket to L.A. to work, and bang, I comply. He cleared lessons worth bang. <laughs> um, she then <laughs> needs a place to stay, and bang, I put her in a hotel. I'm going to skim through because there's so much um, that he said, but I'm going to skim through to... Um, I invited her to meet me at the Polo Lounge, yet I had also planned on spending some time with my buddy Russell Crowe in his suite, so I asked him, can she join? He said, cool, Bobby, so I invited her. Before the night is over, Azalea is in so in half the room. She becomes loud and obnoxious. There was nothing funny about her behavior. I felt a little embarrassed because she was my guest. Still verbal abuse can be tolerated, but when it goes physical... That, that, that. He said Azalea threatened to cut a girl in the face with a glass, then actually grabs the glass and physically attacks for no logical reason. 
Russell blocked the attack and expelled her from the suite. Seeing is believing, and I saw her behave as an obnoxious, erratic individual, and in the circles I frequent, this was unprecedented. I was totally puzzled by her and thought, maybe meds or booze or something has her zoned out. Nevertheless, I made sure she got home safe. This is not a race or gender issue. I did not hear Russell call her a nigger. Oh, that was another thing she said that he did, aside from spitting on her. I'm not trying to protect Russell from anything. He is a man of his own caliber. Um, he says, I'm skipping, skimming through, because like I said, this is a long-ass Facebook post. Um, Azalea's recent slander of me and self-victimizing and self-victimization reflects the personality of a person that was in that room that night. I have a wife, daughter, sisters, and females on my staff, so I protect women every day. I pray none of them ever behave the way I witnessed Azalea Banks behave that night. Sheesh. So he's saying it, it was her fault, everything that that went down and took place. Hmm. Azalea Banks responded to that, said Rizza has clearly been given no legal advice and went straight to TMZ out of his feelings to try and gaslight me. Whatever pieces are left of his brain after years and years of smoking dust stupidly allowed him to ramble himself into incriminating his own friend and completely debunking their entire made-up theory. You mean to tell me that a 300-pound man needed to use all of that force? To remove an erratic guest from a party? My Uber record slash hotel surveillance shows me arriving to the party at 9.45. The incident occurred around 2.45. I was supposedly erratic. How did I possibly end up spending that much time at your party? If I were this supposed party monster, how the fuck did Russell find time to tweet a link to my song? Hmm. They say it's three sides to every story. In this case, it's going to be four sides. It's going to be Azalea's, Russell's, Rizzo's, and then the truth. We'll see how this plays out when that um, footage is released. I mean, I don't know much how much it'll show, being that it's from the hallway angle. You may just see Azalea flying out of a room. And will a surveillance footage capture spit? I don't know. Maybe you'll see his head like jerk forward or something. To <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what it would catch, but risky business, risky business. But let's move on to this Galaxy Note Seven. We mentioned I mentioned a few weeks ago that they were telling people to just turn them off. Because the batteries were like exploding. You remember that whole situation happened with Samsung was telling people to send them back in and we'll re- re- replace them. But even some of the replacements now were the batteries were exploding. And FAA was basically telling people to just power them down and don't turn them on on flights. Now they went a step further and 100% banned the Galaxy Note 7 from airlines. What does this mean? This means there's no just carrying it and having it powered down. You can't even put it in your checked bags. 
You can't put it in your check bags. You can't carry it on. Nothing. It's completely banned, similar to the way they banned the hoverboards when they first came out when those batteries were exploding. And a person like me is listening to this uh, ban and wondering, like, how the hell are they going to regulate this? Like, you, like it's a, a phone, a phone that I could put in my sock. Like, I don't know um, if when you go through the TSA, if when it goes through the scan, if they see the Note 7, if they're going to confiscate it. Like, because for one, a lot of these phones look alike. Like, I've had people look at my phone and ask me, like, yo, that's the Note 7? I'm like, nah, it's the Edge. The note is, is bigger, but they got the same body. If you're not familiar with the Samsung products, you would probably look at my phone and think it's the note. So I don't know how they're going to, I don't know how this is going to work. I really don't see how they're going to be able to uh, really enforce this ban. But I do know one thing they said, if you're caught with a Galaxy Note 7 on an airplane, that and this is the worst case scenario, you can face up to 10 years in jail. 10 years. What? Crazy. And I can see it now. I'm just waiting for the, the time the time I'm on a flight and somebody look and say, oh, that's a, like, no, get the fuck out of here. It's not, a, it's not the Note 7. It's the Galaxy. I mean, it's the S7 Edge. Not the Note 7. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this is. This is probably just going to be another way to get money from people because it's probably just going to be fine after fine after fine. Imagine this, right? You check your bag and you put your phone in there trying to be slick and then you get to your destination because you know TSA go, goes through bags sometimes and your phone is not there or something. Like, what? How, how does that even work? I wonder, would they take it? Like, sheesh. I can't get jiggy with that. I'm just happy I don't have the Note 7. That's all I'm going to say. Um, even aside from planes, they're saying that it's also banned from Amtrak trains as well. Now, Amtrak is even a thinner line of how the hell are y'all going to regulate that? Because Unlike airplanes, you don't go through the whole extra metal detector thing on um, when you're boarding like Amtrak. Um, it's not as, at least the few times I've taken Amtrak, it's not as strict as when you're going to uh, um, boarding a flight. Like, you're not removing belts and shoes and all that unless they change something. But I don't know. Like, how are they going to regulate this is my question. But if you have that note, I don't know. Better uh, go down to the edge. That phone wild big anyway. Like, who the, who wants that big-ass phone anyway? Why Why do you even need all of that? screen because that's all that's the only thing different that's the only thing you get in different that's not the edge like why do you need all that screen go get a ipad or a tablet that's pretty much a like one inch away from being a tablet the note 7 but 
be easy out there. Um, what what else I wanted to talk about? This um, the Birth of a Nation movie. A lot of people was I still haven't seen it yet. I need to. A lot of people um, was trying to say that it was a flop because it didn't do the numbers that they were expecting it to do. But Fox, who released the picture, is debunking that, and they're saying it's not a flop. And they said that, like, many people are saying that it was a flop because it only did, like, 7.1 at the box office. And that's low considering Fox paid... $17.5 $17.5 million to uh, buy it from Nate Parker to be able to, they went through this whole bidding where we talked about that. But um, Fox is saying that they pulled in $7.1 million in the U.S. and 7 to 9 in Canada. Um, and they're happy with that, with those numbers. They said a disappointment would have been if they came in with 5.8 million or 6.1 million. And he also noted that the hurricane, Hurricane Matthew, uh, caused a lot of uh, people to not be able to go see it because of, you know, the theaters being closed down and stuff. But they're happy with that 7.1 and um, 7 to 9 in Canada. And at the end of the day, it's their movie, so if they don't feel it's a flop, if they're happy with those numbers, then who are, who are we? Not we, because I'm not the one saying it's a flop, but who are you, the people who are saying that, to call it a flop? I still got to see it. Um, it was number six on the list. Uh, 2,000 theaters and only 7 million most successful films get at least 15-plus with those theaters. But if Fox is happy, good. That's what the listeners say. Um, I'm definitely still going to see it. But let's get into one last song before we get into what blows mine. Let's get into another joint off of the mixtape, Mevum. Let's play SoFly. SoFly featuring Vanilla. Once again, IamHollywood.com is where you can get this song. The last song that played Real OG and the song that opened the show with Peter Nyong'o. IamHollywood.com. The Mevum is the mixtape free download. This is SoFly. When we come back, we get into what blows mine. Hollywood and Prince. Good and you look so fly Baby girl's been around for me one time You look so 
Tell me how you're feeling when that dress is on right. Play your favorite song as you about to go out. Full length mirror got you feeling so hot. Higher the hills, got you closer to my height. Testing the shoes to see if you good for all night. Practicing your two steps, seeing how it's shaking. Dress a little loose so it's looking like you naked. Under, when you move to the left, then you move to the right. Uh, get your girls on the line. Cause it's going down tonight Hey, tell them bring a bottle Or a blunt to get you high See, you take pride in how you look Tell me how you get so fly You look so good, you look so fly Tell me how you do it, how you do it alright You look so good and you look so fly Baby girl, spin around for me one time You look so good, so fly Tell me how you do it, how you do it all right You look so good and you look so fly Baby girl, spin around for me one time do wrong when you walk into the spot this your theme song and the other girls hating cause you so on but you don't give a on um. hit them with that knee along brown sugar, brown sugar. i get high off the earth don't know how to behave and why would i anyway it's all eyes on you baby when you walk by you got every eye on you from the whole spot Every nigga grabbing your arm the whole time But you ain't really trying to entertain the off us Yeah, you just want to dance with your girls Standing in your section with your full fur Got your drinks up, feeling ghetto fabulous From the hood, but you got a good fashion sense Damn, baby You looking so good Yeah You looking so fly Hollywood.com. Mevum is the mixtape. Free download. Head over there. Get that. Grab that. And um, we're about to get into what blows my. What blows my is the part of the show. We say we get some down nerves. We get some down skin. You're welcome to chime in. Let's get that theme music pop. Oh. 
everybody shut up. What blows my, like I said, is the part of the show we say what gets under our skin. Well, in this case, I'm going to say what gets under my skin, what irks my nerves, and what have me saying, bruh, really? But you're welcome to chime in. 646-716-8544 and press 1 if you happen to be online already. What blows my first overpriced nasty food. When you go out to a restaurant and a lot of times you're paying for the for the name of the place or you know it's just super popular but the food is not worth what they're charging. Blows mind. The other day, um, I even went into this this new uh, burger spot in Queens. It, was it Queen? No, the Bronx. It's called um, Milk Burger. And the only reason I went in this spot is because it was the only place, according to Google Maps, it was the only place within like a. 10 block radius to where I was and I'm like damn I'm not trying to walk all the way over here over here and I'm hungry now but here's this place so let me let me give it a shot let me try it and I go and I look at the menu and they're charging like $8 for a burger like $4 for fries and their setup is similar to how Shake Shack setup is there's, there's no meals you can buy where it's all together you have to buy everything separate so you end up paying like Twelve to fifteen dollars. Once you add up the burger, the fries, and the drink, so I'm like, let me try it. It might be, it might be good. And it it comes with this. Um, when reading what comes on their signature burger, milk sauce is one of the things. The name of the place is called Milk Burger, so it's milk sauce. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck is milk sauce? So I asked the guy. He's like, oh, that's just our special signature sauce. I'm thinking like, oh, it must be something made with milk, but nah. So I get the burger. And I'm eating it, and it's like not even close worth $8. Like, I could go to Burger King and get a better burger than that for like $4, $3. And this milk sauce, this special milk sauce that they putting on this shit is like some kind of concoction made with mustard. If you know me, you know I really dislike mustard on burgers sometimes when you go out of state and the chain restaurants like mcdonald's these are just putting mustard on their burgers it's like why like who who said this was okay why are y'all doing this why are y'all messing up the burgers with mustard so this milk special sauce that milk burger is putting on their shit is something mixed with mustard in it bad enough the burger isn't good now y'all Complimenting the badness with mustard. Bruh. I felt like I wasted my money. And I, I that that gets you upset. Just like I don't wanna pay all this money if it's not gonna be good. Like if it's gonna be good and if it's worth it, alright, I'll dish out a little extra, but come on. Blows mine. You know what else blows mine? Express trains that aren't really express. Particularly here in New York with the MTA, that moment when you get off the local because the express is pulling in and you're thinking like, yes, great, 
I'm going to skip a bunch of stops. And then you get on the express train and that shit is moving two miles per hour. The locals, two, three, them pastors. Why am I on this express if it's going to be moving like this? I was better off staying on the local. What is the point? Blows my Oh, man. Last call for alcohol. That's all I got uh, for this week. <clears throat> Stace, I don't know if you got something that blows yours, but for anybody listening, last call, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends. Hollywood and Friends <laughs> Radio at Gmail. There's people in what general. Is that? Oh, people, people in general. <laughs> yeah, man. I tend to not like humans a lot of times. Um. Oh, speaking of people, real quick, Donald Trump. I think I think probably a world record every week. If it's not me, if it's not uh, Miss Judy, if it's not Benoit, somebody is saying something about Donald Trump blowing this. And in this time, it's it still has to do with this election, which thankfully is only like a little over two weeks away. So hopefully, even though I don't think it's going to be over, because if Worst case, Donald wins. It's like, bruh. And even if Hillary wins, it's still not going to be over because Donald Trump is saying that he's, well, he's not saying it, but I know for a fact, because he's hinting at it, that he's not going to accept the results of the election. He's already setting up the fact that it's rigged. He's he's saying it now that it's rigged. So when he lose, he can save face by saying it's rigged. When it's like, um, you just suck. It's <laughs> you lost. Like, accept the the fact that you lost. I mean, it's not the first time we've had elections possibly uh, being some funny business. Even when Bush got his second term in office, people were saying it was some funny business, um, particularly in Florida. There's always something, but to say that it's rigged just because you're losing Trump, because your numbers are going down, because of your mouth, <laughs> blows mine. We'll see what happens. November 8th, be sure to get out and vote. And that's it. Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends, Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. Follow me at I am Hollywood, H O L L I E W O D. If you're on Snapchat, at I am Hollywood NY on Snapchat. And at Hampton Blue, E L U, and at Hampton Blue Network. Thank you for everybody for tuning in, for giving these responses for the question of the day. Let me give one last once over to make sure I ain't miss nothing. That always happens after the show's over. I'll go look and I'll see somebody that commented about the question of the day. Let's see really quickly. Every Sunday, 12 noon, same place, same time. And I don't see anything. So it's a rap. Thanks for tuning in. Flash out to Stacy for holding it down.
Walking Dead is back tonight. I'm super hyped about that. But we out. Deuces. Hallelujah.